What's up, Kahu fam, and welcome back to the Kahu Corridor with Crystal and Cools. This week, we are chatting to rugby superstar Tanea Fletcher. Our girl is an amazing player and leader, and she talks to us about her rugby journey, goals, and public speaking. If I were you, I'd take notes. This is Kahu Corridor with Tanea. Welcome back. Hello to everyone. Um, special guest today. We are chatting with Tanea. She is friends with John, actually. So shout out to John from Hoop33 for putting us on. Uh, Tanea is a rugby player, and we are very excited to have you on to chat with us. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Um, really, really happy to be here. It's really awesome what you guys are doing, and um, yeah, we're grateful. We're grateful to have you. <laughs> Yeah, change your location today. We're at Cooler's Fuddy, so a little bit out of the way. But yeah, thanks so much for being here, driving out here and no. jumping on with us. We're excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chat about you. Pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. Learn a little bit about rugby because we are <laughs> quite, uh, I'd say, uh, we're probably experts a little bit of basketball, but I don't really know a, a lot about the, the women's rugby game or yeah, the rugby yeah. scene in, in New Zealand. So if you'd like to sort yeah. of introduce that to us. Yeah, happy to, happy to help. Um, I guess rugby in, or in New Zealand is kind of growing at the moment. Um, from where I was from when a uh, younger age, it wasn't really all there. Hmm. Uh, I had to go through um, boys club rugby. So I started at the age of four, kind of like my dad just threw me straight in there. But I went all the way through the club rugby with all the boys and Tuaiga was too old. Mm-hmm. And then I had to get told to jump in the girls' team. And I was like, hey, like, <laughs> why? I'm, I'm like one of the boys. Right. Like, I play with the boys. But nowadays it's really cool. Um, they have different type of pathways now. Like they have mm-hmm. ripper instead mm-hmm. of um, – and then they can transition into tackle. Mm-hmm. And then from there there's like a whole – there's a lot of numbers growing in it and a lot of girls are interested like the the national team the black ferns are leading the way really yeah. really well they're creating this platform that's everyone wants to achieve and it's real awesome the black ferns are awesome like i think they even lead the way for a lot of other sports in terms yeah. of how you know they promote themselves and get mm. marketed and like women's rugby players doing so well yeah 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 they're definitely um inspirational for for all athletes mm. i guess like they're definitely there to put their names out and show mm. us how how women are yeah playing sports yeah. yeah and is that a goal for you the black ferns yeah it's always been my goal um cool. since i learned about them since i knew about them um representing new zealand nationally is feels like such a dream to have mm. um being close but still still just getting yeah there, still working my way up yeah chipping away chipping you know away. putting in the work Lots of training, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Still um, always learning, always always training. Four o'clock in the morning, wake-ups for the gym. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> we love it. We love doing it, eh? Yeah. It's just part of, the, part of the dream, part of the passion, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And would you say that rugby is your passion? Yeah, it's definitely been, like, implemented in my life for, like, everything I do is kind of based around it like from mm. family wise um it's just really important to my family as well and they're just real proud of me so that kind of grows and yeah drives me as well yeah mm. mm-hmm. so you um are a part of the blues squad for their inaugural season this year mm-hmm. what did it mean to you to be selected for the blues squad 
the blues for me is like for Tamaki Makoto, like Auckland mm. and all of our Northland people and it just represented kind of my community as a whole like mm. again how rugby is my base like my grounding center it felt like representing the blues was representing my whole community mm. type of thing my community supported me so much like they've done they've gone out of their way fundraise me fundraise yeah. for me and everything like this so it felt like I was kind of giving back to them in that sense just by being able to put on a jersey and be able to represent everyone that's helped me so it was such a cool opportunity like and being in that environment was it was it was so intense first of all but it was like amazing being surrounded by all these like top professional mm. girls that have been there done that but still helping and they're still teaching and all that yeah it was, it was real real awesome opportunity can you sort of speak about your season yeah definitely um so it was the first ever Super Rugby Women's team. They um, they had a few other teams, so they had the Blues that I was lucky enough to represent. Mm-hmm. Um, and they brought a whole bunch of collective girls and some of the, like, majority of them were Black Ferns and mm. some were up and coming. They had a whole lot of development around that. It was just maybe because it was the first year and COVID kind of affected it. We mm. had a, quite a short season, but it was definitely being put out there it's way overdue mm. but uh so we got to verse other prov- like provinces we had the southland team i think we're versing there called matatu uh we also had the chiefs as well so they're our rival they were the ones that we had to play off with and yep. yeah it's all a bit of rivalry like so just four teams yeah there was four? just four yeah it's just coming up now so i think we all have room to improve yeah. or not improve but like grow mm. like definitely get the um bigger variety of like base and players come in mm. and then we can create more teams yeah because right. a lot of girls had to travel far to get yeah. to these teams because they're the only ones but right. yeah and do you get many like girls out in the rural kind of like farm places or are most of the girls like in the cities and hubs around um we got a lot of hearty girls that come from like out in the what like for <laughs> real they're like the farmers, the like, the hunters and all them, and yeah. they're they're the ones to look out for as well. But we have a lot that come from cities, and they're all over the place. They um they also bring like, they bring their fire like mm-hmm. they're skillful as, but um yeah. So I say we're we're spread out quite throughout New Zealand. Yeah, That's so cool. doing pretty well. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and you also are studying at uni. Yep. Sport and recreational management yeah yeah yes. spot on. <laughs> um yeah yeah i'm doing it at AUT, so nice. just on the north campus first one first one in my family to go to uni to make it awesome all the way through school i guess so it's a huge congrats yeah that is a big deal yeah 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 as as um just always trying to make my family proud as well just mm. yeah and what do you hope to get out of that once you finish studies what's the what's the next step really want to create a few events like that more girls can be participating in so mm. my focus is more towards girls as well like maybe the younger ones coming yeah. through and maybe giving them more opportunities things that I didn't have so just creating those maybe a tournaments or those type of events so maybe going into for myself to go into like New Zealand rugby and get a job in there and focus them towards mm. which way yeah, mm. we are all about that here. Yeah. So we're trying to 
create things for the next generation, the, the younger girls coming through. So it's great to hear that it's happening in multiple codes. Yeah. Right, and we need more women at the table. So exciting to hear that you might be sitting there one day yeah. making these choices. Yeah, um, yeah. definitely mm. the goal. Yeah. yeah. And is there any other goals for you? So Black Fern, you want to be sitting at the table. <laughs> what else is on, on the cards for you? That's it. I love, I love the idea, the idea to travel the world. Mm. Um, but I love that rugby can do that for me as well. Yeah. So definitely a goal of mine is just living my life to the most, like to the fullest, I guess, like expressing myself everywhere I go. Um, just being me and mm. yeah, just, just loving it. When I was stalking you a little bit, mm-hmm. I saw that you were, I'm a part of the Tanya Dalton foundation can you speak to that a little bit and just what that journey has been like how that's impacted you to today I guess yeah yeah of course that um that's another big pillar of my of my life as well they um so the Tanya Dalton foundation as a whole was created in honor of um Tanya Dalton but she um she passed away but she was an awesome awesome woman uh she played in the silver ferns for the netball and um, so in her honour, her family and all her friends, they created this foundation mm. and they have the same goal as to inspire young women and mm. to provide a pathway for up and coming like uh, aspiring athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they choose, I think it's 12 girls out of all of Aotearoa and in uh, all different codes. So there's mm. netballs and basketballs and rugbys and there's tennis and everything in there and um yeah so they came to me or I came to them actually and did this application and I didn't think I was going to get in because there's so many Mm. girls that were going for it and then I got a call back and they said that I was in and I was so my year was the second year of this foundation so they had the first year and they'd all gone through and we were watching them as well and I thought that was real cool of them Mm. and then when I was in there, I got to meet all these girls and they were all from different codes, but similar stories. Like yeah. they all shared the similar, I know it all just felt like we were real connected. Like we all aspired to be great and mm. to achieve great things, but we came from maybe harder backgrounds mm. and it was just really cool to have like-minded people in the same group. So the foundation itself goes for three years. They sponsor the us girls for three years. Uh, we have a scholarship partner who sponsors us with financial aid Mm. throughout those years. We have a mentor. They were or they have been really awesome athletes in their time or still are, Mm -hmm. and they give us advice in anywhere, like out of sports or in life, and Mm. they just give us this awesome advice. And then they also give us kind of all these other tools. They Mm. give us all these tools such as, like, public speaking. So, yeah, they gave us this awesome guy I forget his name but we've had him a few times and he's awesome like he'll he'll come in the room and you instantly like feel like your your heart gets full just because he's so awesome at speaking and he just taught us all these awesome tricks and trades it's just really awesome that's so cool and so what were like was the public speaking was that one that you really took away yeah that workshop or whatever it was yeah yeah like there was so many workshops but that one's really stuck with me because like um, in my in my code and all that, I have to speak a lot or 
someone will call me up for a speech and then I always got real nervous. Like, mm. even right now, I'm like, holy. <laughs> but, um, no, he really, he gave us all these pointers and, like, just little tips that help and all that, yeah. That's cool. Do you have any that you, like, remember or are really holding on to, like, when I go out and speak to people, I need a, I don't know, I'll have this to say before <laughs> I go speak to them or this will be going through my head. Is there anything... He gave us this one because it really stuck with me because I'm real bad at fidgeting. Like, I'll sit here and, like, tutu with things. Yeah. Um, just keeping your hands in front of your face. Like, it keeps you a bit more grounded, a bit more centered. Mm. Um, it kind of helped me. Oh, that's cool. That is actually a good one because, yeah, they don't even realize they do. But that's a good tip. And who was your mentor for? My mentor, she's Dee Paranahi. She is a literal fireball. She's literally the most crazy, energetic <laughs> lady like you'll ever meet. One thing that she helped me with was, again, that public speaking. I got called back into the foundation to do to be a guest speaker at their gala dinner. And that meant that I had to do this big speech, like a mm. five-minute speech, and I was stuck. Like, I was beyond stuck to think of something to say. She actually helped me, or she didn't, she secretly did it. She, like, was like, let's just go get a coffee, eh? And I was like, okay, we'll go out to a cafe and hang out and chill. And then she gave me this idea, and she kept rolling with it, and she just made me feel so comfortable and easy to speak like. And then when I was doing that speech, um, I just I just felt like I was talking to her. Mm. And instead of this massive room of people, like, mm. it, was, it was intense, but... I just thought, like, to myself, like, no, I'm just speaking to Dee, I'm Mm. just speaking to her, and then it came out really quite well, anyway. And um, I got a lot of feedback after that, and everyone was like, wow, you're, like, like, pretty good, like, yeah, like, really good good speaking. And I was like, oh, thanks, (laughs) tell (laughs) Dee. But, no, she's really, really awesome lady. Yeah, that's so cool. And did you have any, like, role models or black friends that you looked up to when you were growing up or even today that you aspire to be like? Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, like, I came, I grew up in a predominantly, like, male household, like, male family. Like, I only had my, my grandmother, who's my main woman role model. Mm. Uh, so to find women role models in my life was through rugby. Mm. So I had my... My main first coach was um, Fiona, so uh, she's just my my main go-to up up Maharangi, up Walkworth, where I come from, and she helped me through all many things. Like she supported me, um, so she's one of the really influential women in my in my life. She played North Harbour rugby and everything, and went through all that. So I go to her if I need anything, mm. as well as our Blackfern one of our girls from our, our area, and that's Pia Tapsell. Mm-hmm. So she's a, one of the black fans, and I'd always look up to her. Like, if anyone ever asked me, like, who's your idol? I'd be like, Psh, Pia Tapsell. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, just say it confidently as. And, and I saw, mm-hmm. while I was talking to you a little bit more, <laughs> um, that you were actually the captain of your yeah. Harvard team. Yeah, yeah. What is, like, your leadership philosophy or how, what type of leader do you think you are or how would you describe um, well, I always hope to be a leader that leads by example, because mm. I don't like seeing someone say something and do something else, or maybe not live up to that. So, right, or just being a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, you just you gotta lead by example. Right. You just gotta do walk the walk as yeah. well as talk the talk. Definitely. So, I always hope to do that. Like I'll 
be telling my girls like this and this and then I'll go on the field and I'll hopefully portray that mm. and yeah just try and inspire everyone by that yeah mm. well, yeah so cool sort of you are rugby rugby <laughs> is you but do you have how do you sort of like separate from it if you need to is there days where you where you maybe wake up and you're like oh man I don't want to go to practice at four in the morning like how do you sort of get through those those times yeah or do you just love it like you might just love it you might love waking up and and going to work and doing your thing like what is that no I love I do love it I love it um I like live and breathe it but Mm. there definitely is those times where it just it plays on you like Mm. mentally um so I'd always just say like I ground myself and by doing that I'd go up to my families and mm. go back home and maybe just have a mean ass feed or hang out with all them and find my little cousins yeah. and all that and yeah when I need to take a break I'll just step away for it for just a second mm. and then yeah just ground myself I guess food and family that food yeah family food. sounds like a bit of me it's <laughs> always a go-to yeah yeah oh no yeah that's so cool family's obviously a massive part of your life which mm. is great to hear <laughs> something you're giving back to um do you have a quote that you go by or anything a saying i do but it's like a cheesy as well that's like we love the cheese (laughs) (laughs) it's just stuck with me for so long i don't know why but it's just um i don't know who it was by but it was just train in the dark what they see in the light so it's kind of do everything behind closed doors Mm. and show it to them on the main stage and in the light everything like that yeah everything you do is won't go unnoticed yeah, yeah. I love that right yeah. I've never heard that and you do it literally you yeah. turn it 4 a.m. in the dark in the dark wake up in the dark right yeah you're really living by that I love that <laughs> no yeah let's crack up that's <laughs> cool oh, yeah, yeah that is cool well yeah I think that's all we really had thank you so much yeah. once again for coming out and speaking with us yeah, thank you guys for having me it was and such yeah, a privilege. yeah we look forward to watching you on the on the main stage in the light oh, in the future <laughs> that's right. yeah it'll be good yeah beautiful thank you guys no worries awesome, awesome. thank, thank you, you. Thank you.